welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd. Welcome to the new Jesus. Uh, last time we talked about this. This is the board. I haven't touched it from the last time. And we were talking about when you're in a gray state and have intentional or really unintentional, either one, sin, what do you feel and think? Do you feel guilt and shame like I did most of my life? Or do you feel... Uh, disappointment, a little sadness, but not to the point of depression because you've caused pain to God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit and yourself and maybe the people that you love and care about? Or do you experience, uh, uh, and, do you, and then gratitude, thankfulness for God's promises and I'm saved and innocent and that's already paid for. Wow, how fantastic, all right? And do you run the other way when pain comes? Or like Paul, once he learned God's lesson, do you delight in pain? Because when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And that's when God is going to take control and have your best results. So that's sort of the symptom complex. Um, what do you feel and think? And that can be an indicator of where you are as far as God and your understanding and, and being able to live God's promises versus being tricked by Satan. And God's plan is your perfect life, your best perfect life for you. So my question, is that what you're experiencing today? Does it feel like your best perfect life? Or does it feel like 50% maybe of best, which is just sort of, that's eh, okay. Is it good, but you feel like there's a glass ceiling, you can't really get to the top? Or are you down at, you know, 10 or 20% of your perfect life with addictions and, and living two lives, one for everybody to see, the other one internally that's full of sin and guilt and shame and stuff? Well, that is not the life God intended for you. The life God intended for you was your, which is different from anyone else's, your 
perfect life. And yes, that's the word he used, and it's the word that Jesus used. And he also used it about his love, that his love is unfailing. His love is perfect, okay? And, and that's, that's what's doing it, is love rather than fear. As we've talked about so many times, fear is the opposite of love. The, the, your brain determines whether positive or negative thoughts and everything else, uh, body, sit, body uh, condition, brain state, all of that, hormones, based on if it's picking up an internal fear-based signal or an internal love-based signal. All right? The internal fear-based signal tends to come from sin, believing I don't measure up, and so what I experience, of course, guilt, shame, condemnation, I don't measure up, but that's not what Scripture says is true if you are a child of God, committed to Jesus, He's my Lord and Savior, etc. Okay? So, um, which is it? And, and if it's and if it's the guilt and shame, you can never have your best perfect life and usually not even close to it, all right? If you're living here when you sin, it's understanding God's word and promises that you are innocent, saint, that is not written under your name even. Uh, you are declared righteous, holy. You have the righteousness of Christ, um, okay? What? Which one you're experiencing tells you where you are in your heart and relationship with God and understanding of Scripture and living that or living just the natural, seek pleasure and avoid pain of this natural earth and fleshly body that we live in. Okay? So now let's flip it over and continue this week. So knowing that, which one do you choose today? Not a month from now, not a week from now, today. It's an everyday choice. In fact, it's almost an every hour choice, okay? Jesus said, if any man would come after me, let him deny himself daily, take up his cross, and follow me. That's a disciple. That's a follower of Jesus. He's not saying he's gonna remove the cross he says, take it up, which is exactly what happened with Paul when he prayed three times for the thorn in the flesh to be taken away. And every time God said, no, 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 my grace is sufficient to you. And, 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 and some translations say, you will learn my grace through the weakness of the flesh. Some others say, um, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And then Paul says, so now I delight when pain happens, because when I'm weak, I'm strong. So, which do you choose today? Think about it right now, because you're choosing. God gives you that choice, and he guards it. He will not let Satan take away your choice. He will not let demons take away your choice. He will not let life circumstances or pain take away your choice. There's always a door of escape, right? Okay? So, if you feel like, I can't do it, you're right. You were never supposed to. You were supposed to give it to God and Him do it for you. But it is your job to choose. Every day, every hour, every temptation, every situation, everything. You know those bracelets that uh, became popular in um, 
the 70s in church and I saw one Sunday that I hadn't seen one in years. WWJD, what would Jesus do? Well, to me, it's not what would Jesus do, it's what will Jesus do. Because I yield this to you, and 2 Corinthians 4.10 says that when I do that, Jesus moves to the front, forefront of my life and his very life manifests in my mortal body. Okay? So, pretty cool. So, which do you choose today? When sin happens, do you feel guilt and shame, which we call stress? Or disappointment, sadness, gratitude, and then peace. Peace, why? Because I'm saved. I'm innocent. I have the righteousness of Christ. I'm a saint. Holy. Uh, you name it. Okay? Well, if you really believe that and experience it, you'll experience peace. Not only of mind, but of body. And better and better. Okay. So, what is that called to go from when you sin, experiencing guilt, shame, stress, to when you sin, experiencing disappointment, a little sadness, and then gratitude, thankfulness, and peace? What's that called to go from here to here? It's called transformation. Okay? Romans 12. Present your body, your flesh, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable God, which is your spiritual worship, and the peace of God that passes understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. Well, what is the renewing of your mind? Okay, so how do you renew your mind? How are you transformed from here to here? We, we just spoke about it. Present your body a living sacrifice, and then in that same verse it says, if you do that and, and, uh, and do it from the heart and do it consistently, then you will know, not think, know the will of God and have the ability to do it. But then you'll know, not before your body's living sacrifice, after your body's living sacrifice, you will know and you'll be able to do it. How many times are you in a situation and you feel like, ooh, I just don't know the right way here. I don't know God's plan. And you pray and you're, well, have you presented your body a living sacrifice? Or are you insisting on what I want? Seek pleasure, avoid pain. Okay? Well, do this and you will start to not hope, think, I mean, you will hope, but you'll know the will of God for this situation and have the power from Him to do it that probably you don't have in and of yourself. So, what are there any other steps to be transformed from this to this? Yes, 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Every thought. It doesn't say 8 out of 10. It doesn't say 9 out of 10. It doesn't say if no one else is around. It doesn't say if it's convenient. It says take every thought captive. The latest research says the average person leans 80% to the negative and only 50% of what we believe is true about our life when we think about our memories is actually true. Only God can do this transformation. We're too messed up. Okay? We've got 
millions of years of devolution where every generation had their own sin and garbage, piled it on what was passed to them from previous generations, then passed it on to the next generation. And that's been happening for thousands, maybe even millions of years to the point that our programming has become devolved not evolved, devolved, more and more and more negative, and what we believe about our life, less and less true, okay? So take every thought captive, 2 Corinthians 4.10, give the temptation, give the pain, give the circumstance, whatever it is, give the situation, uh, uh, an illness or disease, a relationship, anger, whatever it is, give it to the Lord when it happens. And Oswald Chambers says two things will happen. Jesus will move to the forefront of your life, take the steering wheel, and the life of Jesus will manifest in your physical body. Man, that sounds like transformation to me. Okay? Um, Matthew 2. Love, against love there is no law. Jesus is asked, is there a greatest commandment? Yes. Love. And the second one is like it. Love God, love others. And then he says, against such there is no law, or this sums up the law. All the law is summed up in this. Love God and love each other. And I would say that includes loving yourself. Okay? So, uh, if you love, if, and are committed to love, there is no law against that. And you have fulfilled the whole law if you truly love. Now that's love B, not love A. If you don't know what that means, go back and watch that episode. Okay? It's real love. It's God's love. Not fake love. That's really just what I want. Okay? As long as you give me what I want, I'll be faithful and kind and all that. But you don't give me what... That's not love. That's, that's a business deal. Okay? Another one, um, yes, Romans 8, the lifetime guarantee, okay? All things, not again, not 50%, not 99%, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, okay? Is that happening with you? Are all things working together for good? Okay? Now, you may be in a situation where you're not to the good yet, or what feels good. You're on the path where it's painful, but if it's God's path, He uses that pain to take you to the good. Okay? So if you run around and run away, when the pain hits, you're not going to get to the good. Alright? You have to persevere through the pain and trust God. Okay? Jeremiah 31 God's love is unfailing. Again, not 50%, not even 99%, 100%. Galatians 1, what's the purpose of all of this to God? The perfect you. Count it all joy when this happens, which will lead to perseverance and ultimately the perfect version of you. Alright? Um, so, are you living by what is real or have you been tricked? The real is the love of God. Okay? The tricked is 
that when you do good, you get good. When you do bad, you get bad. In other words, when you sin, you are supposed to experience guilt, shame, stress, because that's the paradigm you're living under. That's the one you've chose. Like the Galatians, you've gone back to the old law. Okay? And, and Paul's question to them about that was, who has bewitched you? Who's tricked you into going back into legalism? Through Moses came the law. Through Jesus Christ came grace. And it is of grace you are saved, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So, to be transformed, either at an event or minute by minute in your life, it's your choice. And the choice is... Do I present my body? Do I really, am I really committed to God? Is Jesus my Lord and Savior really? Am I acting like it, not just saying it? Am I presenting my body a living sacrifice? Am I taking every thought captive? Am I giving the pain and temptation to the Lord right when it happens? Is the love of Christ what is compelling me? Not drink or or houses or cars or jewelry or clothes or uh, glory or fame or money. No, no. The love of Christ. Am I experiencing God's unfailing love in my life? And am I experiencing the perfect version of myself? And in my experience, when you get here, you know it. Okay? My clients have been telling me for 30 years when they get there, you know what, this isn't, that, this isn't what I thought it would be, my best life, my perfect success. It's not what I thought it would be, and it's not what I would have said I wanted back then when I started. But I know to the marrow of my bones, this is what is right for me. I'm fulfilled. I'm content. I am at peace and I would never go back. That's what clients have told me when they got here through doing these things really in their life. So, how do you get from here to here? Start choosing love and start choosing God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and start choosing to live and believe and understand the promises of God for this new covenant of grace through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And, but I got to warn you. God says, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. I believe God created time because faith and trust require time. So, when you do choose God and Jesus and love and these things to get, present your body a living sacrifice, take every thought captive, give that to the Lord, and wait. That's the Isaiah. Wait on the Lord, and you'll exchange your strength for His. Okay? Because I can't do it in my strength. I, I can do anything through His. All things are possible to Him who believes. Okay? So, after you choose, there will most likely be a time delay before you start experiencing the good stuff. And way before, probably, you get to the perfect you. And that time gap 
is a test of faith to see are you really choosing it long term or is this just sticking your toe in the water saying okay I'll try this and if I get what I want hear that out of God's way then I'll commit to it but if I don't get what I want I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep choosing my path or keep trying to live in both places at the same time which never works well how do you know what you're doing whichever one you're experiencing when you sin or have pain or whatever guilt shame stress or disappointed sad then gratitude thankfulness and then back to peace okay which one and once you have committed you can start intentionally when these things happen to shift from here to here because now hopefully you understand and know this was God's plan for me once I became a believer not this anymore and I love the scripture the old has passed away the new has come behold I make all things new the new you God's way is the perfect you. And there's no other way to get the perfect you. There's no other way to be transformed. Try this one. It's your choice. Thank you so very much. Have a wonderful, blessed day.